0: Thank you for tuning in to the On The Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Hoagland. And today's 5 in 5 is all about production panning. But instead of having a lot of questions that were framed at the very beginning, Kevin and I were just having a conversation. I reached over and hit the record button. And what you're going to hear is just the way it laid out. At the end of it, we had to figure out if we actually did have 5 in 5. Hope you enjoy. done my prospecting i've looked at everything i know where i'm going to work i know what i've got I'm, i'm looking at my material i'll go to my production pan i'll put in huge amounts of material and i'll run that fairly quickly and get it down to that first run concentrate yep so and no farther yeah right and no further than that i will not go any further than that because now i'm running material i'm getting it broke down i'm getting it to exactly where it needs to be based upon my testing and my sampling and the largest amounts of gold that I have. And
1: you're trying to do this as a production pan for speed. How far do you work the material down? Speed panning and efficiency panning
0: quickly are two completely different things. And I appreciate the fact that you said speed because that really does give us the opportunity to talk about some of the other things. So your original question was, how far do I pan it down? When I'm doing my prospecting, I'm looking at the grade of my gold. So if I've got 80% of my gold that drops through a 20-mesh green, and I've got 10% that drops through a 40-mesh green, and I've got 10% on top of that that doesn't go through a 20-mesh green, and those are pickers, well, I'm still not going to. I'm not going to classify my material all the way down to quarter inch. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to visually watch what I'm doing as I'm panning, right. and when I see what looks like it's getting down to, you know, eighth inch, that's where I'm going to stop, and that's the right. material that I'm going to dump because now I'm assured that I'm not losing any of that that 10 of the pickers that are in there that right. won't go through a 20 mesh that's when I'll stop. That's when I'll do a quick cleanup. What about you? What are you
1: doing when you do that? And I'm doing, I'm doing the same thing. I I follow the same tactic. Now, the biggest thing I think that we need to say in question number one for me is Kevin, you know, you've, you've done your, you've done the prospecting. You're now coming out with a production pan. Explain to me what is a production pan? What, what is a production pan? Right. And this is where a lot of people, I'm sorry, Go ahead. go ahead. No, but I'm saying, what what is that? Why why is why is a production pan important? Why why do you use a production pan? Well, right? I use, what is
0: it? and What take a look at what a production pan really looks like. Ninety percent of the production pans that are on the marketplace today are rectangular in shape. You use a different action while they're working in the in the water. You're doing mm-hmm. more of a side to side action and breaking that material up trapped material into an area and it that causes your heavies to settle very, very quickly.
1: Right. And
0: then the rest of it is just a matter of getting the waste off. And this is, this is kind of an oddball way to think about it. But if you, you're familiar with a jig, right? Mm-hmm. A production pan to me is a handheld jig as that yeah, water goes great, across. Great analogy. Yeah. As that water goes across and it's working that material it forces that gold, and as that gold hits every little piece of rock or anything else as it's going in, it's bouncing around. It's being forced, 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 forced all the way down to the bottom very, very quickly. Jigs work phenomenally well, and they work very, very quickly. When I look at uh, at Dennis's Propan, that is a perfect example of a mini jig. You get everything down to the bottom, you pull the plug off, and boom, that's what you've got. If you work it all right. the way down, I, when I use my pyramid pan, I don't work it all the way down to that point. Nope. I just, you know, I'm not going to worry about pulling the plug. I'm going to work that material down, 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 down. Once I get to that point, I'm just going to dump it. I'm just going to dump it and be done with it.
1: Right. And, well, and, and I've got to tell you that Dennis does the same thing. Um, except he continues, he puts more material on to concentrate it to the, to the trap. Absolutely. Okay. I get it down to the size of the material and just dump it in a bucket. I will do
0: the same thing. I'll dump it. But if all of my gold, if I have no pickers, if I'm not really finding any pickers, I'm going to concentrate it down, clean it out, and continue to keep concentrating until I look at my recovery material. And at that point where I'm not seeing any of the ridges, where I'm not seeing, when I just know that it's time to go ahead and clean it up. That's when I'll right. clean it up. So right. if I'm and working it, material, if I know that I have a lot of twenty, forty, sixty mesh material, I'm not going to I'm not going to dump it into the into my bucket every time. If that if no. that is what I'm working, I'm going to work it and work it and work it. Uh, that's one of the reasons that I you know I like the propan, the the pyramid pro pan. I love my Gold Hog flow pan. Right, because it just I can work that very very quickly. Once that all all the gans material is out, I pick it up, I look at it, and I know exactly where I'm at.
1: Yep. So, and and the thing is, is when it's down in the case of the flow pan, when it's down to the mat, good good opportunity is do I clean it then, or do I keep putting more material on top of it? When the
0: top of the mat starts to disappear, that's when I clean. Right. There's no use and in for cleaning me it before then.
1: And for me is when, when I see that there's material in, in, in the pan it's called the pre chamber. It's right above the trap. Right. When I see that you're down to that. Oh, that's time. And to you, run a few, right, you, you run a few shovelfuls and now just dump it in. Yeah. And the beauty about it is if you really
0: look at it, a production pan is a closed system.
1: Yes. That's you, the uniqueness of it.
0: Yeah. So once you have the gold into the trap, once it's into that lower section, you're not going to lose the gold. I, it, it's virtually look. When I was when I first got my hands on the flow pan, because I was consider, I was really concerned about the the uh, the the cross flow of having this open chamber. What would that do as far as losing gold? So of course, I, it was tubbed and it was tubbed on both sides. And as I was working the material, and then I continued to run and run and run, and then I would check those tubs. And it, it's still a closed system. The Pyramid Pan is an absolutely closed system. Once the gold is in there, unless you turn it upside down, you're not going to lose your gold. Right. You can't. Right. How are you going to lose gold in a, a rectangular pan that is extremely deep that has nowhere for gold to go?
1: Right, right. So
0: I, I, I don't even yeah.
1: understand that. Right. How do you train people to realize that the gold is in there? It's okay to run that pan really hard and and violently shake, settle the settle the heavies out and use that pan to remove the Gange material. Here's how how do you I get do it. people to understand?
0: Here's how I do it. And I will do this with either the Pyramid Pro Pan or with my flow pan. I don't care. I have a tub and inside that tub, I have another tub and I will take a gram of gold and I will throw it into the, into the bottom recovery tray and I'll throw black sand in on top of it. And I'll throw rocks. I'll throw everything that I can stand, that I can get my hands on into that pan all the way up to three mm-hmm. inch material. You've seen all that three inch material. I have in my backyard, that one little spot right there. Yep. That material is what I throw into gold pans when I'm helping people understand what you can do with, it, what you can do with a production pan. Mm-hmm. And I will just stand there and tell them, I'm going to go in and get a cup of coffee. I want you to lose that gold. Do whatever you have to do to lose that gold. Work that material as hard as you can. Keep shoveling into it. As soon as you dump the material out, don't even stop. Just, you know, keep going with one hand keep going with one hand, throw material back in on top of it, do whatever you want to do. And short of taking a garden hose and sticking a garden hose into the pan itself, tilting it down to where you're, like you're going to do a cleanup, after they do an exercise like that,
1: they are not going to question it after that. Right. And that's exactly, exactly the point I was trying to make is, you need to move that pan quickly. The, the, the more uh, stiff uh, motion that you put into the pan, the better the gold will settle out. And more importantly, you get the, the waste material out quickly. Right, right. You know, the first production
0: pan that I remember ever really coming to the marketplace was the Garrett Super Sluice. That big round two riffle, my God, I can run a whole bunch of material through this thing. Yeah, it's a monster. It is a monster, and I love that gold pan. I truly love the Garrett yeah. Super Sluice. I've got a whole bunch of them, but yeah, you too. still work it in the same action that you do a regular gold pan. which, mm-hmm. As in working in the circular motion, you still have that opportunity to pick up fine gold, big you have the opportunity to pick up gold. And if you're not absolutely paying attention to anything and everything that you're doing, you're going to slop gold out on over a riffle with a production right. pan. You can't do that. Where where are you going to do that? You're going sideways. Right. You're going sideways. You're going back and forth sideways in a closed system.
1: Right. You know, it has a bi-directional motion. Right. The waste material goes out both both sides of the pan. So you actually can move material faster without worrying that you're not catching the gold. Right. When I'm using a round gold pan, I'm driving material to the riffles,
0: right? Mm-hmm. When I'm mm-hmm. using a production pan, I'm driving the material, the gold bearing material and the gold to the bottom.
1: Right. So Completely different dynamic. Yeah,
0: a completely different dynamic
1: when we talked about what's a propan and, and how you work the material, you know, the first run concentrate, you know, when that, when when you hit that and then what do you do with it then? Well, and
0: I think the simple answer for me is if it's three eighths minus, it's all going to go into either the gold cube or it's going to go on to the multi-sluice. That's it.
1: Right. I, I, right know. in other words that that removes ninety percent of of your first run concentrate now you have a super concentrate exactly exactly and i think and and kind of for me and 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 I don't know that I was necessarily saying what what uh machine do I run it through, you have to make the decision is when you're at the stream, you're only making first run concentrates right. There's never any separate. There's never any additional separation there, unless you want to say, well, maybe I'll classify the bigger material and you know, do a do a, a a stream side separation and then get rid of it. But the reality is, you always take that home and run it through a secondary process. Yeah, of course. Later. And,
0: yeah, and the whole idea behind the production pan. Look, if I'm somewhere where I can set up and use a gold cube or I can use my multi-sluice or something like that where I'm set up, that's great. But in so many areas where you're allowed pans, or, you know, hands and pans only, this is right. the only option I've got. But the thing is, is if I'm using a production pan, when I walk away at the end of the day, I've got a five-gallon bucket full of first-run concentrates. Not right. a half a bucket, not a quarter of a bucket of, of, of a concentrate. I've got a five-gallon bucket if I work that hard throughout the course of the day, I've got this big bucket of concentrates. Now I have to get that first run concentrate down to a second run. So yeah, I I, I can't say that I'm just going to get everything down to three eights or I'm going to do this. It depends on the gold. Everything depends on the gold that I have in that bucket. Right. What I've gotten in that bucket is what is going is, is going to dictate how I'm going to do my second classification.
1: That's the way it should always be. Right. And see, I think people, and one of the things that I think people need to understand about a production pan, when you run material through a sluice, you're getting it down to that second level concentrate right off the bat. Or in, in, in the case of, uh, uh even, uh, uh, most gold pans people run that material over the riffles until it gets down to that second level concentrate with a, with a production pan you're trying to get it only down to first run. Right. You just
0: said something very interesting. When people are using a standard gold pan, they'll take it down to that second run concentrate. You know, I don't do that. If I'm using a standard gold pan, I actually don't do that. I will pan it down as quickly as I can. And I'll do a, I'll, I'll, I'll tap it down. I'll do a spin, and if I see gold in the pan, I dump the pan and I keep going, because you right. have to. When right. I'm doing it with the production pan, I'm doing the exact same thing with the production pan about forty times faster. Right. Than what I'm, and doing. with much greater volume. Yeah, in much greater volume. I, I look. I'm not going to take a standard gold pan and put bench run material in it. I'm not going to take a number two shovel and, and shovel it into a gold pan. And expect to have good results in the long run. But if I'm right. using my if I'm using a production pan, I'm going to shovel either a number one or a number two shovel into the thing and just do with it what needs to be done from that point. You know, right. Which is either continue to work it or I'm gonna dump. It 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 just it doesn't matter. Right. And I right. and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go down that rabbit hole, but it is it is pretty important that You know, even with a even with a standard gold pan, if I'm just working in an area, I'm not going to take the time to get it all the way down. To me, that's the instant gratification of being able to see how much gold you've got. I've done my prospecting; I know what to expect. Right. I'm going to prospect. I'm going. I've already done my prospecting. I'm going to go mining. And mining for me is getting it done in the most efficient manner possible. And at the end of the day, what matters when you're leaving. When you, you've got your favorite place, and I know about your favorite place, and I know that you are mm-hmm. doing very, very good gold out of that. At the end of the day, what matters when you're loading up the truck? What actually matters?
1: That, you, you know you have the gold. I mean, that's, that's the reality. That's I it. mean, that you've run material and that you've got a good recovery of gold, the most efficient recovery of gold. At the end of the day, what matters is what you're taking home to do your final
0: recovery. That's it. When you're looking at that orange bucket, do you want to see two inches of con that you've done with a standard gold pan? Or do you want to have a full five-gallon bucket of first-run concentrate of working material in a closed system and knowing that you got all of that gold? Okay, so... We've blown this as a five on five because I first off, I don't even know where the hell the five the five and five works in here. What have we got in here that we've talked about that
1: actually creates a five and five? Well, actually I was asking questions. I hope I got to five because I I realized that I I realized that we were kinda I realized very quickly that we were running and gunning there, which would actually worked out quite well. And I wanted to make sure as I got back in that I asked questions. Okay. So So I think I got 5 cuz I asked what is a pro pan. Okay, hold on, hold on. First so, run concentrate. Okay, hold on. So the
0: 5 and 5, you asked you you think you got enough questions in. So what were your questions? Let's recap this. Right. So I,
1: yeah, so I got what is a pro pan, okay, right? So
0: a production pan. What is a production pan? That's number 1. We're good. Right. Right, and we talked about first-run concentrates. So you asked what what is a first-run
1: concentrate, so that's two. We're doing good. Keep going. Right, maximum recovery. So, in other words, the closed system. So we talked about.
0: Okay, I I was talking
1: about. Difference between an open and a closed system gotcha okay, and, so, and we uh, were talking about the closed people, system how do you them.
0: make people comfortable with a closed system okay that's number right. three we're doing right. good man where's the other two find right. the other two
1: and then and then we uh we were talking about using it for scalability okay and yeah. how do we how do we then,
0: how do we use it for scalability there's number four we you're doing good
1: man you're doing good right, right. when one shot i have to where think, is it? and um we are Oh, we were talking about the gold size and I was trying to think of how classification, how that laid out classification, first run
0: classification. Where do you get it to before? How do you know where your scalability is? Ding, ding, ding. That's five. You got it because, all right. So what is a production pan? How do you get your material down to that point from your prospecting? How do you know where to work your production pan down to? Mm-hmm. Where's the scalability within your production pan? How do you make people comfortable or how do you teach people to be comfortable with a closed system panning and, and getting them because it really does make a big difference. It, it, it's a completely different mindset. I'm not just going right. to pan and then dump a little bit of material. I'm going to pan, dump, pan, dump, pan, dump, pan, dump. Oh, and now I'm going right. to clean cleanup.
1: Right. right. So, so, and, and, and it, and it's getting it, to a different level of of concentrate rather than always panning it down to the to the first to the second run. Right. You're doing it as a first run versus second run. I think that's Yeah. Okay. So
0: that's it. We got to 5 on 5. I have no idea how long it took us to get here and I really don't know how many rabbit holes we went through. I wasn't really paying attention, but we're there. 5 and 5 on Friday. Thank you very much for joining us. Next week Who knows what we'll be talking about on five and five Friday. I'm going to be at the Amber dinner this weekend. I'll meet with Kevin there. And then I'm going to spend the week in California at the offices, hopefully trying to get out and do a little bit of prospecting on my way back as I'm sneaking back across the Arizona desert. Kevin, thank you. Great show. Great ideas. Have fun. Be good. Go prospecting.